stuff in your face. <laughs> well, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, girl. Can you Hi, hear ladies. that? Huh? I said, could you hear that crunch? Because I've been into that oh, plantain wow. chip and it was loud. Oh, I like plantain chips. So good. These are if from any, any plantain chip companies want to sponsor us. Mm-hmm. These are from Trader Joe's. Oh, they are- Wait, who's the brand? Who's going to sponsor Trader us? Joe's. <laughs> nice and say. sweet. They're delicious. Well, Thank you people, happy Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. I'd like to give a shout out because TT's Super Bowl Sunday signature drink is called the Caramel crown apple courtesy of my people the beasleys who is derek and tina beasley shout out their fam and derek used to play for the patriots back in the dizzle so they sent me this was my christmas gift they sent me a little care a package of alcohol and all the accoutrements and it was it is the super bowl signature drink i've got as you can see I've got the brown sugar caramel rim. Brown sugar. And I've got the caramel inside with some brown apple and oh, you did it up. ginger ale and some apple cider. And let's just take a little taste and caramel or caramel? Caramel. And as I you say, say I, I thought I say caramel too. I say caramel. 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 It's caramel. 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 I've heard caramel. It's caramel. But anyway, the drink is delicious. So if, if you know, on our YouTube page and Facebook page and Twitter, if y'all want the recipe, you just let me know. I'll send it to you because it is delicious. But I guarantee you it's going to be a quiet killer. <laughs> so we're a little late, but, you know, it is what it is because, you know, because hashtag life and we're going to get into it before the kickoff because, you know, we're of a certain age and we got to get ready for the Dr. Dre, Snoop, Eminem and MJB halftime show because I don't give two shits about the game. Um, I'm, gonna be watching the about, game. Oh, I'm not watching that game. Chris, um, yeah. Is LA going to take it or what? I think LA's going to take it. That's what that's what my son and, and, and defensive line is going to get through to that's Joe. That's it. Burrow. That's exactly what they said. Okay, With Aaron Donald, that brother, that brother Aaron Donald, mm-hmm. is, is they say you know he's the been the best player in the league for the last couple of years. That's how good he is. They put two people. They need two people, two to three people, just to stop him. Okay, and he's. I'm telling you, they can't handle that. They can't handle that. I'm going to root for Cincinnati because they've never won a Super Bowl. I'm always down for the underdog. Oh, I guess the, the Rams did win one, didn't they? Wasn't it two years ago when they were St. Louis, I think? Oh, that's right. They used to be the St. Louis Rams. See, yeah, they, didn't they didn't win. They didn't win? No, the Patriots beat them. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I should know that one at least, but no, uh, I didn't. I don't know. That's how much attention we pay. Uh, I don't know. Anyway. Look at here. We got to talk about this episode, this this latest episode of Married at First Sight, and I guess we might as well just the whole topic of the show. Was the whole thing was her, Chris and Alyssa. And Chris, why is all the problematic couples? There's got to be somebody named Chris. 
right? Yeah. Whenever there's an Whenever issue, there's an issue. Chris. Yeah. Well, Lisa's not an asshole. But at least this this season, Chris isn't the the asshole. Yeah. The, okay. Who's the, gonna go first on this one? Because I got so much. Go, Sheeta. Yeah, go. Let me just first start off with because we already know that she's a shithead. I want to start off with Pastor Cal. After all the shit that she has said and done, he had the audacity to pop up on our screen and say, we have been monitoring the situation carefully. And because of that, we set up this date for them. You have been monitoring the situation carefully and you send them on a fucking tennis excursion? Yeah. I'm so... It's like I feel like they're gaslighting us. Yeah. That the the because I and then, and then on top of that, and, and I know I'm straying away a little bit from the show. I I followed um um Dr. Viviana on Twitter that night. Bullshit all night long. Like you know, you see what this woman is doing. Okay. Yes. So Clearly, the professionals. If they don't get this shit together and wrap this up because it's clear that she's in it for the honeymoon and she's in it for the free apartment, that's the experience that she's settled for. She doesn't like the man. She's not attracted to him. She's totally disrespectful. She has to go. She should have no more benefits Benefits under married at first sight. She needs to go. Yeah. And... On top of that, um, it's not fair to the other couples. I felt bad for the other couples because they're all, everybody married at first sight. Everybody married complete strangers. And I didn't think it was fair to like that whole group dinner that they had. It's not the other couples. You're taking away from their experience. Number one, They've married a complete stranger and they're trying to get to know this whole other person. Now the production or whoever is responsible for this is now making them have these group events together where the other couples are now playing therapists for Chris and Alyssa. And it's like, you know, you had you had um, Katina and Jasmina meet Alyssa on the beach and they're trying to give her her, you know, their opinion. Then you have Lindsay and Mark meeting with Chris, giving their insight. That's not their role. Like they're there, you they shouldn't have never had to disrupt their honeymoons to have this therapy session with either one of them. And then the group thing with all of them at the table. But they I don't understand dinner I don't and they, they could have said to Alyssa and Chris, you're not, yeah, you're married. But there's nothing going on here. Chris, you stay in your room. Alyssa, you stay in your room. And we'll focus on the rest of the couples that are really trying to make a solid connection here. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, I don't understand why Alyssa can't live in the apartment, too, and have the experience of, bitch, I'm, excuse me for saying that. No. we all been saying it. I mean. We've been saying it. You're then stay in the apartment with your damn husband. If you, I want to be part of the experience too. Well, then be part of the experience. 
be part you of can't the be part of the experience if you don't want to be married to this person. I don't get. She's like, I'm working. I'm trying here. I'm staying here. I could have gone home, but I, but she wants to hang out with the cu couples. My girls, you, you see, you notice how she kept saying that. My, these are my girls. I want to bond with my girls. And I'm like, bitch, you just met these girls last week, the same day you met your husband. And you're married. And they're not your girls. Like, they aren't your friends. Right. They don't want to be they're your friends. They're a common experience with you. That's she it. She wants to participate in the experience and live it. When, whenever she said, I'll take, like, the first half in the apartment and then you could take the second half. I fell out. I, I legit and you flat looked at her the same way. Happened, I'm done. He was mm -hmm. like, I, I had no idea. Two things for me again. Jasmina and Katina caping for her at the at the table, only bolstering her stupid claims even more. Just yeah. bullshit. And I was really disappointed in them too. You know, I get what they were saying and, you know, maybe they don't know all that we know because we see stuff that they might not be seeing. But I know they know that this this whole thing is a sham and trash. And the producer, when she was having that meltdown with him and the and she's like, you know, I just need time and whatever. And he was just like, you you've had time. And the producer jumps in and says, Chris, she's just saying that she are you fucking kidding me right now? Are you fucking kidding me? You are going to enable this chick to keep this, this falsehood, this lie that she has created, this bubble of lies that she has created. And the producer had the audacity to basically cake for her and, 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 and tell Chris, you're the bad guy here because you need to give her time. No, nope, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it on camera. I don't want to talk about it off camera. Well, when are you going to talk about it then? She has all I don't like your attitude. He's like, I just want to know, are you in it or not? Just say you're not. Just say it. When it's when something that, yep, go ahead. No, go I'm just saying. No, when when it when it's something that is uncomfortable for her, she's like, I'm gonna stop you right there. It's 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 now to the point where it's like we know what's coming. Whenever she's sitting in across from either Chris or the producers or or hell, Keisha Knight Pulliam, when she is put into a position where somebody is really questioning and calling her out on her bullshit, she's what is she? I'm gonna stop you right there because I know where this is going and I don't like the way this conversation's going. So I'm just gonna walk away before it gets any worse. And again, if she, when, when when someone when has to say, I, I should have counted it, but when someone has to say, I'm a good I'm nice person, person. Yes. All, the time, all the time, you're not a good person. I'm sorry. Not in my book. That's just my you opinion. Not only that, what a good person is at that point. No. And a good person would say, hey, Chris, you seem like a really nice guy. I'm just not attracted to you. Basically. And we can try to go through this thing as being cool, but a, a real nice, a good person doesn't look at someone who they don't know and say, look at him, how he throws the ball, has hand gestures, he's disgusting. You don't even know the dude. He's that disgusting. You know, you know, he's, he repulses me. 
I don't, I'm like, yo. Now, I know the producers obviously want to keep it going for some reason, but someone's got to be like, yo. But there was one. There was one producer. I don't know if he was a producer or if he was a, a producer's aide or a director's aide. I don't, I, I don't know. But it was a black brother and amen Jesus to him. When she was having that meltdown after the tennis match and she was out there squealing and doing whatever she does best. And he said to her, he was like, what did you, what did you think you signed up for? He's like, you need to make a decision because this is married at first sight. Not like you person. can't go live at the apartment when she, cause she, that's when she started. That was at the beginning when she started hopping on the apartment thing. And he's like, but you're married. You can't, if you go in, you can both can go into the apartment, but you're going to have to stay there together. And she got all upset about it. And he's, she, he looked at her and he's like, this is what you signed up for. It's the show is called, he, he legit said the show is called married at first sight. You need to make a decision if you want to stay married. And on the flip side, Chris, Chris's responsibility now should be after you show me all the things you've done. I don't care if you are interested now. Fuck you. Fuck your little Mickey Minnie Mouse nose and 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 fuck your little whatever. And you little That was his drop the ace, mic moment. Your ace shirt, your ace necklace. That was his drop the mic moment. When they were all sitting at that group dinner table, he had an absolute drop the mic moment when she had the caucasity to open her mouth and talk about splitting the apartment. And he was like, well, this is the first I'm hearing from this. Of, of this. I don't and like then, that tone. And You're then, trying to make me look bad. Yeah. And then he had the nerve to, you know, go into it and say, I need to know. He's like, either you're all in or you're all out. He's like, but if you are at least 1% in, I will try. And I was like, no, motherfucker. Right. You have a drop the mic moment. What he should have done at that moment was taken off his ring, put it on the table and been like, bitch, we're done here. We're leaving tomorrow to go back to Boston. When we get there, I'm going to have this shit hole annulled and neither one of our asses are staying in the apartment. Boom, drop the mic, walk away and be like in the sunset, like, whoop, I'm out. Fuck all your couches, bitches. Cause he did, he started it when he said to the whole group, I love you guys. Right. But I'm not here for you. Right. Right. And they're not there for him. Exactly. Right. He said, I'm not here for you. And they're not here for him. And nothing. It was crickets. And I was like, I was like, come on, Chris. Keep it going. Keep it going. I wanted him to get in her ass in front of all of them and then walk away and be like, we're fucking done here. I wanted him to hand her her ass. Well, he wanted to be he wanted to a nice guy, even though he is a nice guy. He was trying to be very respectful, but then that's also about the time that Katina and Jasmina, specifically Jasmina, decided they wanted to jump into that and lecture him about when and why he should say things to her and saying, basically, this is not the place, not in front of us. We don't want to yeah, be a part of it. She won't do it anywhere. No. Anywhere, on camera, off camera, she won't even have a conversation about it she's like i don't want to talk about it well when do you want to talk about it when are you going to answer the question wait Everyone wants to know the question why are you here why are you here 
Remember Why? when he said when remember when Jasmina when they finally got together and he said to her, Well, we're here. And Jasmine and Katina said that, you know, we were going to have a conversation, you know, by ourselves and you were open to that. And then she was walking away again. And then he's like, well, when do you want to have this conversation? And she's like, I don't know, maybe next week. I'm right. like, what the fuck next week? And he just sat there. He had again, second time he had a drop the mic moment that he should have got up when she said, well, I don't know, maybe next week he should have got up and said, Bitch, bye. I'm out. Hey, take this mic. I would have been like, producer, come on here and on camera, unmic me, and I'm going to my room, packing my shit. You're gonna fly me back to Boston, and I'm going to my house that I own, and I'm out. I'm gonna well, go I don't my fucking frisbee golf. Hi, 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 and I'm done with her. What I don't understand is her in her delusional mind. She's saying, I'm, 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 I'm here. I'm here working on it. And I, I don't understand what you're not working on anything. Nothing. She's there for the vacation. She's there for the apartment. So she's not there for him. So she keeps no. saying that over and over again. Um, I'm here. Like that's the, you know what? I think she just I'm used sorry. to chumps to complete chumps because Nothing that she says is the out of the mouth out of a, the mouth of a responsible, even educated because she sounds stupid as hell. Even educated person, I don't know who she's used to dealing with horses, dogs, because she rescues fucking dogs. She's used to and, dealing with fucking animals. And the experts, the experts once again, once again, back. how can you be so blind? To see, we saw at the bachelor party from the beginning going, oh, that's not good. How she treated her friends all from the beginning, yep. from even before the wedding. Now, if she had gotten this Adonis looking dude who's buff and big and this and the other, maybe she would change her attitude, but she'll still be a bitch. That's yeah. it. Because I don't think that anybody... She would have been happy with the person and she might have worked a little harder, but then there would be something else that come up because she is emotionally stunted. Her growth is back in at, at in the in the seventh grade. She's like a, a like a toddler. I've never seen anyone so bad on this show as her. She's she beats Chris. Yes. 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 She beats she everybody. Beats Chris. She beats Chris and Chris. Present day, Chris. <laughs> we thought last season Gil. We was we was aching for Gil. That shit. Gil is like, yeah, whatever, Negro. Look, let's listen here, bro. You good? You good? Because at least Merla tried, and she showed her ass at the end. But at least she tried. This bitch ain't even trying. So my heart is bleeding for Chris. But let me make a little prediction here. And watching the episode, I, I had to rewind it back a few times because I'm listening to her, her verbiage when she first had the meltdown mm -hmm. after the tennis match. And she kept saying, if, if I'm made to look bad, like she, she's all focusing on how she's yeah. being portrayed and how her family and her friends are looking at her and whatever. 
She's like, I'm not trying to be made to look bad. And if I'm made to look bad because of whatever, oh, it's going to be a problem. And then um, when it came to the, you know, the his partner fault. living, I ha- it's everybody else's fault. I have a feeling I'm going to make a prediction that if this, if this next episode, if Chris says, because I saw the preview, so I'm I'm not even gonna I'm not gonna give it away if y'all didn't watch it. But if Chris doesn't walk away this next episode and says I'm fucking done, if he if it if he walks away and they get rid of them both, you know he's gone, which means she's gone. Guarantee you, I don't doubt for a minute that bitch is going to sue. She's going to have her lawyers because I watched the after party. Did you guys watch the after party? Yeah. No, countless. All right. So I have a feeling, I'll get to that in a minute, but I have a feeling she's going to sue. If Chris ends up not wanting to be with her, if he says, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, I don't want to do this anymore. And he's done. He walks away and then they take her off. I have a feeling she's going to sue Lifetime. She's going to sue the experts. She's going to sue. Over what? Based on what? Based off of her reputation, because she has said it so many times about how she's being made to look, how what her, what she was expecting. Now, I'm pretty sure that the contracts that you signed, you know, to get on the show are ironclad, but she can still raise a stink. So let's fast forward to the after party. On the after party, Chris and Lindsay were on the after party. And Chris spilled the tea about when they they have this marriage, you know, this whole wedding ceremony that we all watch. And then after the marriage, they have to go to City Hall to sign the marriage licenses. So Chris was like, we were there, even though they were legally married. Right. He's like, we're there. And he's like, she signed the marriage license. I signed it. And the magistrate or whoever was there was like, oh, do you guys want to say I do? And he's like, she would, she just walked away. But she was she on the say phone. I do. She, she was on the phone with her attorneys deciding whether or not she wanted to stay in this and how she could get out. So if she's already incommunicado with her attorneys, do not get it twisted. Get twisted. I'm sure she's was in PR having a free ass vacation on lifetime and married at first sight and was incommunicado with her attorneys. Like if this goes South and I'm made to look like the bad guy here, like what, what recourse do I have legally? I'm, I, I don't, I, I think she would have already, I think she would have pulled that card by now because this has been over for what? Well, uh, no, uh, she's still on the show. Why would she pull no, it if she's still on the show? No, that, fil- that, that that's already been filmed. That you know, they've already made you know, this already been filmed. I'm just saying, if she felt that she really had a case, I think she would have pulled pulled that card out right, trying to do damage while we're watching it. Trying to do, yeah, you she, know, damage she, she was there with the lawyers when she signed the fucking thing. Yeah, but she also they also signed an NDA. So we don't know. Even if even if they Chris says I'm done and they took her off the show. She could still be in litigation. I mean, they could still be in the litigation stage, but because of the NDA, they're like, everything's a pause until this show is over. You know what and I mean? He says that they're done. Remember Mindy and um, Model yeah. Boy? I can't remember his yeah. name. Oh, yeah, but yeah. He was done and he left. She got to stay in the apartment. 
So right. I'm wondering, that's why she's so, you know, you know, um, tight lipped about actually saying the words like, I, I'm not going to work on this. If she keeps saying, oh, well, you know, I'm still here, meaning that I'm oh. still trying to work, that she can at least stay in the apartment. And then if yeah. she leaves. No, because it's a different, it's a different situation. Because Think Chris about, and um, Paige Mindy, and Chris. Mindy, Mindy, Mindy and in the apartment. Yep. Yeah, but Mindy but was Chris trying. Left. If anybody, if listen, if this goes that same route, if anybody should be allowed to stay in the apartment, it should be Chris. And her ass should be left. Here, her ass should be asked to go because 100%. she hasn't given anything to this. But if he decides to leave first. Then she could be like, well, I was still working and I was still trying was still or whatever. Working. And I could see those producers letting her stay in that apartment. I can see that. But I think at this point it's gotten so bad because on the Internet, on Twitter and Facebook and everything, she is a villain. And I think if listen, we do a podcast about this. OK. And we're already talking about if this keeps going on and lingers and the experts don't step in, we're out. So everybody on the internet is like, I'm not, I'm not going to invest my time in this anymore. If they're going to continue. Well, we all said that with Chris and Paige that we're done then too. You know, everybody in the moment and the emotion is like, fuck yeah, it, I'm not going to watch this shit. But I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. This is a, this is a special circumstance. I don't want to see her. If Chris decides he's out and he leaves and goes above his life and they allow her to stay in the apartment and she's just, I probably will continue to watch because I want to see how the other couples go. But what I don't want to see is when they have group events and then here she is rolling up as a single person. Then I'm going to lose all respect for the franchise and the show. Oh, she I've already lost respect to be there. in the show. Yeah. And, and and like I said, specifically, Pastor Cal popped yep. up on that screen and said that bullshit. And yep. Dr. Viviana that whole night tweeting on Twitter and we're available. just gaslighting us, knowing. Now, I want to know if, um, does he know the things that she has? Has he heard it? You know, because yeah. sometimes she's away. Um, on the after party, he saw her talking about shit about when he was, you know, the, with a tennis thing, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or when he, she was like, he's from the beginning, look, though. Look at him. Look at him. How so and so. Oh, man. And I remember, remember when um, the similar situation happened with Paige and Chris. And I was like, I did not want her to have to go back and listen to him say, I could have had, you should have hooked me up with any other woman, but this, this is what you gave me. And I hurt for her when right. I did that. And I hurt for him that they're doing that to, to, you know, right now. I don't understand how these, you know, what these, what these um, professionals saw because, and even Chris in the beginning, he kept saying, I know that she's a fun loving person, you know, um, you know, a good person to hang around. Where I have never seen that. I've never seen good energy from her at all. He said, not only did he say that, he also said, quote unquote, he's like, in looking at her, I understand why she's the, they matched her to me. I can see me being with someone like that. And I'm like, really? 
Like, because she's an awful human being at this point. Like, I wouldn't give a shit if the if the experts literally printed it out and slapped me upside the head with the data of why we're compatible and why they picked us to be together. You've shown your whole natural ass and it's ugly. Like Maya Angelou says, when someone shows you who they are the first time, fucking believe them. She didn't I'm, take out the fucking, but yeah. believe their ass. She is a horrible human being. She is a superficial, shallow bitch that if they would have given her an asshole of a guy that had some muscles, was cute, with good teeth, and put him up, put, put him up at that altar, she'd have been all over him like Noy is on Steve. Noy is obsessed with Steve. But, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just, well, we could talk about the yeah. other couple. I'm like, she's, she would have been like Noy is with Steve. Knowing the known this man for two days and is already talking about, I'm in love with him. I think I'm falling in love with him. Bitch, no, you ain't. You can't fall in love with nobody. See, that, that's your that's you being jaded again. Look, what okay. I'm worried about, what I'm worried about with this damn show is I don't want to watch the show and have a whole episode about this bitch. I want to exactly. see what they're doing, how they're progressing. I don't want to see the damage control of the other couples talking about, well. Oh, Chris, and Lindsay meeting with Chris and going, well, what? Are, I don't care. We know she's a bitch. We know Chris is trying to do his best. And he, okay, that's a whole wasted episode. This right. whole episode pissed me off. It was a, it, it pissed me off. Two hours, like, oh, two, hours, hours. two hours of our life will never get back. No, this, this is not what the show's about. You no. can clearly see that she is an awful person. Not even having the, can't, she can't even. I don't even know how can she believe her own bullshit too. Like I'm trying. I'm a good person. And, and one thing I do have to say, good thing for Lindsay. Lindsay shut her fucking mouth. Ooh. So Lindsay is learning not only to keep her mouth shut from Mark, who set put the foot down and what not foot down, but he's like, it's between hey, us. She's learning the fact that she loves Mock and Mock is doing his best. And got her now perfect for her. She was like, I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. I'm like, good on you, Lindsay. Yes. That growth for Lindsay, good for her. And she went off in the in the after after party thing when they were talking, it was Lindsay and Chris. That was it, just through them, right? Yep. He was like, and yep. Lindsay was like, you know, Alyssa's blah 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 blah. I was like, I'm really she's like, I was holding because Keisha was like, you know. Didn't you want to say something? She's like, I was just holding his hand and squeezing it. Like, I don't want to say something, but I'm, but good for her for not saying shit. Yep. Good for her. I, was proud I had too. mad respect for Lindsay when, because when she's like, Lindsay, don't look at me. Don't give me, don't look at me with that. And I was like, here we go. And right, Lindsay right, right, like, right. Lindsay put her food in her mouth and she's like, I was like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, go ahead, Lindsay. Go ahead, Lindsay. Because you know oh, she yeah. wants to say, you're full of shit. Stop fucking with this man. We're not your friends. I mean, whatever. But Only her and Elajuan spoke the truth. Yeah, right. and, and kudos to Elijah. And you are, listen, everybody knows I'm still on the fence with Elajuan, and I don't really like him that much. Are you on the fence now? Elajuan, I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence with him. Oh, now, now you're on the fence. Okay. I'm on the fence. I'm teeter tottering because 
A lot of people were way back in the field. The field was all the way back there. Way back there, like the I don't like over him. Here and we're like, Tanya, come to the. We're on the other side of the fence. You're like, I oh, know, I'm in, I'm in the field. Fuck that fence. <laughs> Now you I am, at the, I am like, on the fence now because Alajuan spit hot fire. Alajuan, he dropped that. He dropped them facts there with regard to with her and Chris. So I got to respect that. Now, well, my last thing about them, and we can move on to the other couple. Yep. Lindsay, I mean, Lindsay, um, Alyssa's mom. Alyssa's mom knows exactly who she is. Yeah. And her biggest fear was you are going to be on TV and you're going to expose yourself for who you really are. And, and she's like, and my mom thinks I'm, I'm looking bad and I'm the nicest. No, your mom knows exactly who you are. And she's trying to tell you, bring it down, but you can't because whatever happened in your life, you feel entitled to this position of being this total maniacal brat. Her mother knew. And I'm, I'm thinking about the conversations that they've had with the mother. No, she, she, this is her whole life. And I feel like no matter who she was paired with, eventually her personality is what it is. Yeah. Her character yeah. is in the gutter. In the gutter. And I swear to Jesus, she, I, listen, I don't go out a whole lot or ever but this is one time Shahida, that i'm gonna need me you and tracy to be in them streets of boston and run into her ass so i could be like bitch you ain't shit she's gonna have to <laughs> and 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 we'll end it at we'll end it on them after this she listen i'm gonna do a disclaimer because Shahida, you and i are born and raised bostonians she ain't from here she just moved no. here she ain't, she ain't a Bostonian. Mm -hmm. Our bitches are like Lindsay. That's right. <laughs> on Our bitches bitch pray, pray, like Lindsay. And yeah, yeah, no. Mm -mm. Not her. Let's get to Lindsay and Mark. Because right. one of the things I, I, I mean, Chris already started off with, he was proud of her. I was proud of her too because she went downstairs into that lobby and talked to that man like an adult. And said, you know what? I thought about it. Of course, she she's gonna have to learn how to rein in her mouth, but she's not stupid. She knows she has a very good thing, and he's a very good guy. She went yeah. down there, she apologized, they went upstairs and did their thing. Mm -hmm. Kudos to her again. Amen. Good for her. And Definitely. um, but let's talk about the whole Mark's crazy landlady who is his AKA stalker. And I just, the only thing I want to talk about is um, Mark had a bed bug problem. Yeah. And if you have bed bugs, like how are you packing and going on vacation? Like, Usually you got to fumigate all your shit and throw your mattress and your sheets and basically throw everything away, wipe everything down. And this motherfucker went to Puerto Rico. And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he carried some bed bugs with him on that plane, in that hotel. Mm-hmm. 
And now Lindsay's like, I will commend Lindsay, Lindsay. When, when she was like, you know what? Don't worry about her. When we get back, we'll go to your apartment. We'll take the cats. We'll, you take whatever you need and you bring that shit to my house. And then we'll take the cats to the apartment that they're going to live in. I I was all anti-Lindsay in the beginning. I was like, this is a drunk ass bitch. She's going to be, she's going to fuck up. Poor Mark the Shock. She is everything that he needs. She is his ride or die. She's like, we'll get your shit to my house and then we'll take the five cats to my, the apartment. She's the person when he's, his steak is, is rare and it needs to be medium. He needs her to be like, excuse me, excuse me, this steak, can you, thank you, thanks, babe. That's, and she needs, babe, calm the fuck, Mm -hmm. perfect for each other. And I love the fact that she said, I think, I don't know if it was in the after party, she said, look, I got you. That that shit ain't gonna happen with me. That's right. That that, that thing, I don't care, you know, yeah. And she allowed it too, of like calling and being understanding, that's how he is, he's too nice. He's like, I'm going to take care. She's like, that's my husband. I'm going to have his back. I'm going to take care of him. When we get back, we'll do this, this, and get out of there. And you don't have to worry about her anymore. I was like, oh, really? Being a wife. And Mark Mark being a husband and them being a couple. Good for them. She said, she she quote unquote said, looked at him and said, I'm about to go into mama bear mode with you. Mm -hmm. She's like, because I don't like what's going on. Right. She's, and then she did the confessional and she's like, this woman has been blowing up his phone and it's kind of weird. She knows we're on our honeymoon and she's blowing up his phone and she's like, yeah, I don't, that's just disrespectful. I was like, go ahead, Lindsay. The question is, because I'm confused on the relationship with the landlord. Were they close friends? And because he was like, yes. Okay. They, were, they are friends. And I guess she's like an older woman, so she mm-hmm. she's like a mother figure to him. Okay, I thought and that he said that. And I guess when this whole married at first sight shit happened, she jacked up his rent while he was on honeymoon. She increased, yeah. changed the lease, and increased the the amount of money that he was going to be paying for rent, and then told him no cats because I guess she knew that Lindsay had cats. So she's like, no cats at all. So now he's stressing because he's like, my rent's going up, number one. And now I don't, I can't have cats. So now I got to figure out what I'm going to do with my cats. And on top of the fact that the bitch was blowing his phone up via text or calling him every five seconds, four or five times a day. And Lindsay was playing her position like a good bitch. And Lindsay was like, you know what? Now I'm going to go into mama bear mode. And that's when she told him. Will when we get back, and then she explained it in her confessional. She's like, "This is a lot." She's like, "Because I just met this man a week ago. I married him, and now we're really getting into the reality of this marriage. Because now, when we get back, I have to have I have to go to his apartment with him. He can pack up all of his shit that he wants to take and bring it to my house." And then we're going to take the, all the five cats and bring them to the apartment. That's a good woman right there. I'm going to toast my signature Super Bowl drink, the caramel crown apple teeny to her. I'm really proud of the fact, 
that she has really, she has really, even that with their kerfuffle, you know, when he was trying to explain himself with at the thing and all the, to get past that for her, for her to get past that and not hold on to, oh, he's, oh, you know, and to go into the deep end of like, well, like she did, for her to be able to, without therapy, for her to be able to go and really, they're back. It's so nice. And even like, the, they're doing the the kite thing. You know? I've always wanted the someone to fly a kite with, and you see Mark out there with a kite, and she's like, look at him. He does what I want him to do. I love him. She kept he saying, I love him. And he's just, he's out there with his his realness and flowing the kite. She's like, look at him. That's everything I've ever wanted. He They're just so wants to make me happy. And he's other. running around with the kite. She's like, I think I love him. And I was just like, oh my God, I love you too. But that's, yeah, just, that that's just, let me just say, that's this episode. Because I already know by next week, I can guarantee you still don't fan that I'll probably be like, fuck that bitch. <laughs> I think, no, I I think like with this. Lindsay, with Lindsay, there's always going, not always, but there's going to be something. That, but there's growth there, and there's yes. her willingness. So I'm, I, I still really feel that they have one of the best chances of making it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Then, so let's go. And, were there any other couples that had anything significant? Not really. I mean, um, I guess the only. <laughs> I have something significant about one couple. Go yeah. ahead. Jasmina and Michael. Jasmina is, in my opinion, from what I'm seeing, too rigid. She has yeah. got, Agreed. got to loosen up. I mean, Agreed. like, I, she came out and she was my, my favorite. And I think, I, I think we all went, oh, she's my favorite because she's a pretty girl. But Katina is a well-rounded woman. She can have fun. She can stand her ground. You know, um, she can let loose. She can be, you know, hold back. Um, Jasmina has to loosen up. Yeah. And you might be with a guy who's like on the quieter side, but there's a yin and a yang to that. You know what I mean? Not both of you have to have the same energy all the time. And I'm not saying I'm like, oh, I love his personality or I like Michael so much more, but she's making me not like her. But again, herein lies the producers and the editing that goes on because this is the second time, this is, this is the second episode, the second time that we've seen them show the clip of her in the confessional where she's complaining about him being really aggressive and being loud and boisterous and disrespectful. And I'm like, roll did, the did, tape. Did y'all are rolling, y'all are rolling. Did that happen again though? Did that happen again? Yeah. It yes, it was during the episode when they were at the waterfall, remember? When they were at the waterfall, the waterfall. Uh -huh. And she's like, oh, I don't want to get in the water or whatever. I don't know whatever reason she didn't want to get in the water. And, um, they rolled it where she was talking about, you know, he was being aggressive. He was loud and he was just mean and da 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 da. And she's like, and I can't be, I don't know if I want to continue this with someone. That was, that was this episode? It was, it was on this episode. Roll it back. It might've been the same yeah, clip from that previous episode. They showed that shit again. And I'm saying to myself, if you guys are continuously showing this, 
then I need to see the footage because y'all are showing all of Alyssa's meltdowns in the tennis court on the yeah, beach, Charles Michael's meltdown at the wedding. Then I need to see where uh, Michael is being disrespectful to Jasmina. Right. Not that I don't believe her, but I'm just saying I need to see it because he hasn't I, shown I, me I anything. Because he's that so would make her be like, I don't want to, I don't want to fuck with right. this dude. Right. Yeah, I, 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 and, I, and I honestly, I don't know how I missed that because I literally was actually in the bed watching, so I nope, wasn't like they I showed it. They showed it again. Yeah, but go back. Seeing, okay, what I'm seeing from her is just like even when they were at the water, and you know, she doesn't want to smile. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't want to really engage. And then he's like, he's telling her stories. And they were kind of funny and, you know, but low key, like, you know, you know, low key, funny stories. And she's just not interested in him. Right. I don't know. If she's not, I don't know if she's not interested in him. I think she's just heavily guarded. Again, I'm guarded. I'm jaded. We the three of us always have our talks about me and my situation. But here's the thing. I'm not going on a show called Married at First Sight or The Bachelor, or The Bachelorette, or, you know, Love is Blind. I'm not going on them shows because I know I'm going to have to open up and be vulnerable and talk about my life and talk about my fears and shit with regards to relationships. Hence why I don't do it, or I'm too old to. But well, how about just going and having a good time? And just, like, I mean, because real life, I mean, I know that they're in the beginning of starting to know each other, but, I mean... You're on your honeymoon. Go and go and have fun. Yes, I agree with you. This you. This is what you're. You're there. You did this. You had a great wedding. I thought their wedding was great. I thought they got on well. I thought that her relationship with his sisters, because I thought that might have been problematic, because he had them three sisters that you know were clingy to him. Sisters can be a little. Mm. So I was like, okay, they welcomed her, loved her, and I'm like, okay. Now you're on your honeymoon. Like, what's the problem? Yeah, what's the problem? It I don't just, get it. I, I I don't like her attitude, basically, about mm -hmm. the whole, her, her whole thing. I think, I think she's being trying to be. I think he's honestly trying, and yes. and it seems like he has he's giving it an honest try. I don't think she is open enough to she feels like she's not stuck with him but it's okay and we'll see how it, um, it's all, everything plays out once they off the honeymoon everything plays out yeah. once they get back into real life we'll oh, see yeah. she's like you get up at, you get before in the morning and she's like oh I'm a late now whatever see, she's already setting up setting up to fail that's what I was going to bring up because I'm like she's sweating the small stuff like she's like, oh, he's like, I get up at like 4.30. He's a personal trainer. So he's training these people before they go to work. So, okay. And he's like, but I'm back home by like seven. Fine. I'd be like, well, you know, maybe you getting up and rustling around might wake me up, but I ain't got to get up. You got to go. So go ahead 
And when you come back, I'll be here. And then that'll be the time where I'm getting up and getting ready for work. And we can have breakfast and have some time together. And then I'm off to do what I got to do. She's just not welcoming with it. And the fact that he said he doesn't watch TV, which I find to be, I find to be, because how do you not watch TV? Because you're on Married at First Sight. Seriously, dude, you watch TV. Yeah, I mean, as much TV as she may watch, but I'm sure he watches TV. Yeah, but I mean, but like you said, it could be a, a very minimal. I watch a lot of TV. Other oh, people too. around me do not. Oh, girl, please. <laughs> I'm the one. Well, and I'm a Marvel fan and a sci-fi fan, and other people are not. So you know, you can. I mean, it's one of those things you can make work, but. My thing with her is I feel that she wants to be right about yes. everything. It's, it's you, you know, in her. You know that. And you can what tell, please, like, huh? No, what did you, you say, Chris? You in a marriage. No, no right. right. She wants to be right more than anything. And you can tell where he's like, you know what? I thought about this. And he's deep. And he's like, I can change this. And I'm going to work on this. And I want this to be better. We're not getting that from her. She's just like, you know, stuck in stuck in her way, whatever it is, because she really hasn't made any big, you know, pronouncement of like, you know, what it is that she wants or you or other than the superficial stuff that we all right. say that we want from marriage. But I haven't seen her try to give compassion. Really, it's really kind of guarded compassion, guarded yeah. conversation, the way she looks at him. It's really kind of like, you know, stink. But 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 she All looks time. at him the way she looks at everybody. Like she doesn't discriminate in her looks. She is just so with her seriousness. Mike. Because when remember when they all remember when her and Mike and Katina and Olajuwon met at the beach and the four of them were sitting there and they were like, you know, they they all admitted in their confessionals that they liked each other and they're the most compatible with each other as far as friendships. But Katina and Olajuwon were talking and Mike was talking and Jasmina was just sitting there and she's, you could look at her face. What didn't matter what anybody said out of the group. She's just like. Yeah. She was just so closed off of yeah. the whole conversation with the group. And I haven't seen her really legitimately smile in a while. True. When he was saying, talking about the carving the rock into something, I think she gave him a little, she gave a little, but she is not, I haven't seen a legitimate like, oh, this is fun. I'm happy to see you like being here with you. I haven't seen that at all. She just and missed why was she it. acting like she that water was the ocean? Why was she, she acting like that? Go ahead, go ahead. She just missed him with the rock carving because I thought that was cute. Like when they got there, there was another uh, there was another set of initials in the rock that another couple might have carved in, and he thought that was romantic. And he's like, "Oh, look at somebody carved that in. Maybe we should carve that. Maybe uh, carve our initials in." And she was just like, "Whatever." Like she didn't even she didn't even give him the. Oh my god, that might be great. Let's find a stick or a rock or a knife or something. To carve our initials in and leave our leave our impression here forever, and then when he found a stick, 
And he started carving and she's just like, mm, yeah, okay, that's not working. And then he's like, yeah, we'll just leave it alone. And she's like, yeah, you just forever damaged the rock. And I was like, bitch. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of her, honestly. And then when he got in the water, she didn't want to get in the water. And then she got in the water, like ankle deep. And he's, she's like, don't be splashing. Don't be, I'm just like, come on. She was acting like that water was, like, I don't like to get in water. Like, it was like the ocean. And she was just right. going to like. We didn't ask you to jump. Listen, we didn't ask you to go to Santa Monica, California and jump off the fucking pier into the Pacific Ocean. We just asking you, you are in Puerto Rico and you're on rocks where the the literally the water is literally the deepest is gonna come up to your kneecaps. You ain't gonna drown in that shit. Just stand in it. Yeah, I I would I I, I don't have high hopes. <laughs> I don't yeah, know what I, I think he'll stay in it. I don't think she will. I I'm gonna I'm gonna mm, I don't know I I'm I'm I don't know because there she's not giving anything. So I don't know. I'm, I want to wait until they come back here and are living together. And now they're, you know, they're in the real world with the families and all that. Maybe she'll come into her own once she's back with her people, with her mom and her sisters and her friends. Maybe she'll come out. I'm a, I'm a holdout hope. But I don't know. I don't know. And I understand I no, I, I don't understand. I yeah, I'm just gonna have to wait, wait and see on them yeah. because she's gonna have I'm to gonna wait until, I'm gonna wait to pass judgment. And like what you said earlier, I'm going to need proof of this awful behavior from him. Yes. Because right. even though he did admit that, you know, he needs to work on his tone and how, you know, um he might say things in that moment, but I want to see if his level of aggression is the same level of aggression that she's saying, because he could be like, yeah, my tone is bad, but it might not be to us, you know, you know, watching it being like, yeah, you could tone it down a little, but not so aggressive that you would be frightened by it or, or completely turned off about it. You know what I mean? So right. I want to see if they, if those levels of aggression match and I don't, well, think I don't do. and I, aggression that's that's yeah, that word bothers me. He's so it aggressive. Does. He doesn't seem like that type of. He doesn't seem like Olajuwon. That's aggressive. Thank you. Michael Thank you. is not aggressive. No. He may have an aggressive tone every now and then, maybe, but he is not aggressive. Olajuwon is fucking aggressive. Yeah, he might be direct, but he told you that. He told her that, and he told all of us watching that he's direct. And straight to the point. Yeah. How she takes it. And but I think again, his sister would have said that. I need to see the tape. If he is aggressive and making her feel unsafe, and he feels, you know, like she said, combative and rude and disrespectful, I need to see the tape because you know this tape. And I think his sisters would have alluded to that too. Like, you know, Sometimes you'll have to, you, you know, he can get argumentative or something like that. But they didn't say anything like that. They no, didn't. All they said, all they said was he. All they said was he can. He sees the worst in everything. And like we see that, right? We see, we see that, that in his head. Yep. 
they all they said to her was he always assumes the worst of everything. Never was he's combative, he's rude, he's gonna go off, you know, go off the handle and whatever. No. So mm, I'm gonna and I'm not gonna believe that until lifetime rolls the clip back. And they specifically said he walks away when things get really heated. So we'll see. We'll see. All right, Stephen Noy, because that's a quick one. <laughs> I don't think there was really anything outside of them just having a good time. Yeah. Uh, no, I get nothing. All I get is that Noy is just, Noy is sprung. <laughs> that's all it I got. Cute to him teaching her how to how to, uh, how to float. Oh, and yeah, yeah. That. Like Even it. she was scared. She was willing to do it, and then he had, and then the, the fish thing, and that was fun. They, they laughed about it, mm -hmm. but it's nice to see them have that kind of camaraderie. We'll right. see how it goes when the, in the real world, because she is getting scared about, you know, him the not dog. having a job. We know that's coming. Yep. But um, all I'm going to say is in a world of all the drama with Chris and Alyssa, they are a breath of fresh air because they are getting along. And they have had a great honeymoon so far, even though she's kind of been, you know, uh, up here as opposed to him being here as far as like expressing their feelings. Um, and that's understandable, but I like them right now. And I hope that they work out. But again, now this week they're coming home and they're going to move into their apartment. So I'm pretty sure Noi has had her honeymoon in paradise. And now when they get to that apartment and Noi's got to get up and go to work and Steve ain't got no job. Sriracha, I'm waiting for Sriracha to show her ass up. Noi's also, brother. It's interesting with, with Steven, Steven Noi that he wants someone who's going to be adventurous and do, mm -hmm. do the stuff. And she's like, I'm not really trying to camp. I'm not really trying to do that. So if they have their own separate lives where they can both do that and then come together, then it can work. But other needs to get think that she would have to in both of them on, you know, you can have your separate lives. Yeah. But there has to be a space where you can come together. Like there's sometimes you, you're just going to have to suck it up and put those fucking ski boots on and just go skiing. Or, you know, things that you might not want to do or just suck it up and go on that golf course at six o'clock in the morning. I got to tell you see... Huh? I got to tell you guys. What? Is marriage worth it? No. <laughs> and Is I just want because I've been married. I've been, yeah. listen, I will say this. And you know what? I don't want to talk about it, but I'm just going to say no. I'm not gonna talk about it because I, because Shahida, we want to do our relationship podcast for Valentine's Day. I could talk about that then. I um. The answer for me, I think it is. But we can um. As for like Noi and and um um Stephen, I do think that they have a good thing. My only fear is that I'm waiting for the Johnny shoe to drop <laughs> because I'm like. He's, he seems like a great guy, you know? And I just keep thinking back to last season where, oh my God, we had like a perfect couple and it just blew up in the way that I never expected to see anything blow up on one of these yeah. shows. Yeah, yeah. So right now I'm comfortable I think, with 
But I think Bow and Johnny are two very, very strong personalities where I think Noy and Steve are much more flexible in their and they had and they have a lot more chemistry than than Johnny and Bow had at the beginning. Too. At the very beginning, yes. And yeah. and Noy is a little bit more submissive, which I like. I, all I will say to this, Chris, is with with is marriage worth it? Shahida and I have been married. I recommend marriage. You've never been married. I recommend marriage at least one time. I will never tell anybody not to get married ever. I recommend marriage at least once. Now we have a problem. Like if it doesn't work out the first time, wrap the shit up. Like move on. Just have lovers and dates and shit. Because when you start, you fucked up, you know, whether he fucked up or she fucked up the first time, the marriage is over. Yeah, there's no need to do it a second, third, fourth, or fifth time. Because now that I'm looking at you suspect, I'm looking at you side eyes. Like, really? Really? Didn't work the first time. Do so you really think this just going to work again? No, it's not. Okay, how about... Maybe a second time, but if you go into the third and fourth time, now I'm really looking at you cross-eyed like, really? Now you just want to be in a relationship. Are you going to okay, be in a relationship we'll talk about regardless? That. We'll talk about that, we'll talk about that later. Regardless. But um, Katina and Elijah Vaughn. Listen to me, Katina's a saint because if the way that he was talking to her when they were riding them horses, I would have been like, whoa, Nelly, let me get off a of champagne. That was the name of the horse. Let me get <laughs> off a of champagne and I'm going to be like, we're done here. I'm walking back to the hotel room. He, he just needs to, and you know, He's not he's a motivational good. speaker. He think he is, but he's he, not. But, but he owns it. Even though, I, even though I'm about to get in his ass, he owns it. So that's why I'm like, do I really want to berate him right now? Because he owns what he, how he acted. And he he makes note that he he's going to do better. And I'm like, okay, now I can't really talk about your ass. But before that, I was like, mm-mm. You can't well, I think a lot of it with Olajuwon is all about testing. He's all about testing. What kind of woman do I have? Is she going to be there? It's all about testing. So when he's working her out and she's like, I don't like this anymore. He's like, I like that. Now when she's like, he's like, come on, I'm going to challenge you. And she's like, you know, I'm trying to be on the horse. She does like it a little bit. She likes it like it a little bit. But she he needs to back off. I mean, he's really, you know, there. Yeah. And I think it's all about testing. And I think, you know, and someone else brought up, I think Jasmine was like, you need to sometimes pull it back a little bit. Because sometimes, you know, she was advocating for um, Catalina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was ad- ad- advocating, Catalina. For, Catalina. She was ad- advocating for her to saying, you know, well, maybe she, you know, really needs to not do that or she really doesn't want to. But, ad- you know, at least someone was saying that to her, but he is all about the testing and he does it. And I don't know if he's repeated it, you know, again, I mean, he did it with the, the, the his, 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 his uh, personal trainer vibe of like, this is good for you. You should do it. You know, I think he needs to stop. 
Because yeah. this is your I marriage. Stop. Those are little games and those are childish games, that testing stuff. You know, you should have done all that. You just have to just go with the flow and get to know your wife. And I think Katina yeah. has handled it very maturely. I She has. And remember, I think the first impression I had of her was like, oh, my God, she'll cut you. And she might. But she's going to tell you first to to stop your shit. <laughs> Yeah. And then if you're not listening, she gets a little bit like, you know, feisty. But no, I out of all the women, she's my absolute favorite. I like I like her attitude. I like the way she carries herself. I like that she seems like a fun person to go yeah. out and hang out with. And she's not fake. She's not faking the funk on nothing. I don't like you, Lindsay. She's pretty much so done with that relationship. And when you I did watch um what is it? Uh, after the after party, when it was Lindsay, her, and who was the guy that was on there? Steve. Steve, right? And then towards the end, when um, they were showing clips of Alyssa, and you know, Lindsay was just just doing too much, and then Jasmine, I mean, Katina is just like looking at her, like I am not partaking in this bullshit because I don't like her either. But I like her. She she um. Yeah, well, the reason why Katina wasn't partaking in that bullshit because that was the episode where they showed that whole issue on the um, the flight and on the bus, and uh, Rudy Huxtable said to her, said to Katina, "Do you think this is something that you know you can get over and move forward and, and form a friendship?" And Katina at that time was like, "At this point, I'm just gonna lay low." and do mm -hmm. me and focus mm -hmm. on my marriage and you know we're good here mm -hmm. yeah i like i think she's i i like her and i think she's handling yeah. the lajuan wrong and let me say the mama bear comes out in me because if he fucks her around i'm gonna be pissed and <laughs> i'm going well, to uh, you know like i say a tiger can't change its spots or a lion can't change its spots I just Tiger have a feeling that when Tiger, they get Tiger home, shit's Tiger, going. Can't, Tiger huh? can't change its stripes. Tiger. Tiger can't change its stripes. Because okay. lions don't don't. Who have... has spots? Cheetahs. 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 Okay. Cheetah can't change its spots. Thank you. Thank you for correcting me. I don't know. But remember, at the very beginning of the season, <laughs> when they did the whole season preview, I'm waiting for that moment. Because I'm like, I hope it's just like really built up with editing when. Some she's talking to somebody on her phone and he's like, You're my wife, and he's like really upset. So I want to know what that is all about. Oh, I didn't even see that. I'm waiting, oh, yeah. I'm waiting for the episode when they get home and he wants his cooked meal every day when he comes home from work. He should know by now that ain't happening. Yeah, I wonder if he's going to stick to that. that he's going to show his whole crusty ass when the first day that they're in their apartment or wherever the fuck, and he goes to work and he comes home. If there ain't a full cooked meal on that stove, he's going to be disgusted. I he have works for the state, right? He works for the state. Yeah, he works for the city. Yeah, he works for the state. And she, yeah, I think he's a construction <laughs> worker. What and she do? works for the state too. They both work for the state. She works for the state in the retirements, the benefits. Okay. Yep. Because yep. Benefit. remember at the wedding, mm -hmm. she said to his brothers that, oh, because they all work for the state. 
And mm. she's like, oh, I work for the state as, you know, like retirement. Like, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll set you guys up. And I'm like, here yeah. we go. Yeah. I, I, don't I brag, like don't brag on that shit on TV. Because now the state of Massachusetts is looking at your ass like, oh, here we go. Here she goes. She's going to try to hook everybody up with their benefits. Nope. But Mr. Flynn then set up all of his friends, <laughs> his relatives. <laughs> so whatever. Sure. But yeah, I'm, I'm, it was yeah, it was a iffy we'll episode. Have see. We'll have to see what the next episode brings. To, and this is the longest. Like I feel like they dragged out the marriages. They dragged out the the honeymoon. I mean, there was like a. It's just too much drag. They need to. Yeah. Ah, and then yeah. not just that, two hours. I mean, I know it's always been two hours, but then you got to put more in it because I feel like at the end of each episode, when I looked over and I saw it, one, it was just nine o'clock and I had a whole nother hour to go. No, no. Yeah. I got HBO shows I need to be watching. Fuck y'all. Girl, please. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. That shit could be a whole hour. Just an hour. It's really good. Just 55, 59 minutes. Let's, let's mm -hmm. call it what it is. I don't it need is. all that bullshit. So, but um, we're at, listen, we're at listen. We're good. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Kickoff's about to go. I hope everybody is snacking on their snacks. Ooh. Ready for the halftime show. I've got, I wanted to show everybody. We've got new merch. Nice. We got merch. I'm I'm just doing the, wearing the prototype of our t-shirt. And we've got our logo on the back. Ow, ow, ow. So we are hopefully we're, we're working on making some t-shirts and some sweatshirts and some mugs and hats. You name it. So I just want to show everybody what we got so far. So um, I hope everyone has a wonderful evening. Enjoy the Super Bowl. I hope whoever you're rooting for wins. I don't care because I'm just watching the halftime show and then I'm going to bed. Um, I'm really pumped about this halftime show. I'm really gonna need them. I, all I want, I don't care. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't care about the halftime show with all the other artists, but all I care about is I'm really going to need Dr. Dre and not really Snoop Dogg because he wasn't part of it. I'm really gonna need Dr. Dre to pay homage to NWA. The I'm gonna need Dr. Dre to bring out the living members of NWA on stage, and I'm gonna need them to do at least one, maybe one and a half songs of NWA songs from back in the day. And then they gotta pay homage to Easy E. You can't, you, you just can't. I'll be disappointed. We'll see. And if Mary J. Blige doesn't get out there and do her little two step, doom, doom, doom. If she don't do that, I'm going to bed. <laughs> oh, she she can't she cannot do that because that's that's, that's her move. That's classic MJB. That's her move. I don't give a shit about Eminem. I don't give a shit about Kendrick Lamar. Uh, Snoop Dogg, of course, because you know him and. Jock Dr. Dre. That shit. Wait, wait she's in an, He's he's up for. Uh, someone said he. <gasps> Did you? I saw that. But wait, what? What? I didn't he bought. Hear. He finally. He finally bought Death Row Records. Who? Right. Snoop. He got oh, Death Row Records back, and literally as soon as he got Death Row Records, some woman done came out and accused him of sexual assault. 
I shouldn't be laughing at that shit. I shouldn't be laughing at it, but this is the business. That's the business. That's the business. And I mean, it's not like I'm I'm not like a hundred percent surprised, but I know he's been married forever and it's just like, you yeah, know. I know people just all right, my crazy. lovies. I'm gonna let it go and right. have a wonderful night. And we'll get at you. We'll get at you this week. Later. I know we're gonna have to do this out real quick. <laughs> <laughs>